Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Top of the morning and good afternoon to our East Coast listeners. I'm your host, Thomas Terry, and today I'm joined by my producer, Tyson Taylor, alongside my fantastic co-host, and Audrey Persias and Grace Reddick. There's a lot to recap from this busy weekend, and we're going to do our best to cover everything. But before we get started, let's throw it to Audrey for a word from our sponsors. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio, located on northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos. Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info on menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Audrey. Now, today's date is Monday, October 2nd, 2023. (laughs) And that means we have officially begun the best month of the year, October. And why is that, Thomas? Tell them why. Tell them why. Let them know. Let them know. know. You know. It's, it's, a, it's a couple of birthdays in the month of October. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think most Reese or the one that will come first, actually, October 15th. Oh, yeah. In the room. In the room. We yeah. can't forget Miles. Yeah. Miles' yeah. birthday is on the 10th. So shout out so to Miles. Shout out, Miles. <laughs> shout out Miles. <laughs> but October 10th, October 15th, then yours truly, October 22nd. Absolutely. So all around, you know, a great fall, month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool Good weather. Vibes. Yeah, exactly. Love me, October. <laughs> yeah. And then especially, we're in the trifecta of sports now. Oh, baseball, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Football, basketball. Mm-hmm. But why don't we go ahead and throw it to Grace Reddick for our Reddick recap? Well, well, well. Um, we unfortunately did take a loss to Georgia State this past Friday. But um, it was a battle. I mean, Georgia State is a very good team, so I will give that to them. Um, we did have possession throughout the game. Um my personal opinion. We do <laughs> do look like the um, the better team, especially even in film. Um, Georgia T- State is a team that like to possess, and we disrupt that uh, possession with our pressing them and then just making them make mistakes. So um, I, my impact player of the game would have to be with um, Victoria Meza with 13 shots on goal and was just inches away from scoring, along with Maddie Goss, who was also just inches away from scoring too. So definitely um, just getting ready for our next game. Um, Grace, I, I have to ask, um, you know, y'all six game, uh, six game win streak, uh, just ended, uh, the last game against Georgia Southern. And I just want to know, um, was this win streak something y'all were like keeping track of or using for momentum or was it just something you kind of just noticed like, oh, wow, we have a six game win streak. Yeah, um, it was definitely something that we noticed, but it wasn't something that we leaned on. It wasn't, like, something to celebrate. It was like, okay, like, that's cool and all, but, you know, we need to look forward to the future, especially um, those couple of those games were um, not even conference games. So I was like, okay, like, um, put that underneath our belt, and now we need to move forward and look towards these conference games um, and these against these good conference teams um, that we need to get everything together to be able to play them. I do want to shout out Caitlin Draper. When do we Mm -hmm. not mention her? She made four saves of the night with three coming through in the final 45 minutes. That's 
that's that's amazing. No, this girl's sure. having such a season for her. Congratulations! I know she's a freshman, right? And a fresh. Dude, I know that's the crazy too. thing. Kayla, yeah, that's insane. Kayla is a that's my freshman, and she even in practice she's just going crazy. Saves that are just out of this world. So um, without Draper, it definitely uh, the score would have been something different. That's right. And then how are y'all are preparing for Coastal Carolina this Thursday, Grace? Um, definitely, uh, our biggest thing is just watching film. We go over film and out um, dissect what went wrong and how. We need to fix it. Um, Coastal Carolina this Thursday is also a team like, that likes to possess. And uh, if we just continue to press them the way we pressed uh, Georgia State better, we'll definitely come up with the with the win this Thursday. So, yeah. Well, like you said, Grace and Audrey, y'all will be, you and the rest of the Bobcats will be taking on Coastal Carolina this Thursday at 7 p.m., which also happens to be Hispanic Heritage Day. Mm-hmm. And also, I'd like to remind everybody, too, we are actually in the middle of Hispanic Heritage Month. It's been going on since September the 15th and goes along to, I think it ends October the 15th. Yes. So, major shout out for that as well. Mi gente Latino. Yeah. But another Texas State team that I want to cover as well before the break is Texas State Volleyball. This is a team that found some early success in everything, ran into a roadblock against JMU, mm-hmm. but James Madison is a uh, great college all around when it comes to athletics. So Texas State Volleyball now sits at 9-6 and six overall. They are 2-2 two and two in Sunbelt Conference play. They suffered a 0-3 sweep on Thursday and a 1-3 loss on Friday. They have a two-game series coming up against Louisiana this Friday and Saturday in Jonesboro. But what are we kind of seeing for the keys to the game for this one for the volleyball team um well first and foremost i mean you have to give credit where you know credit's due james madison is a very good volleyball team you know they have uh very good athletics overall um but i mean you know it's you know we lost three uh sets to one but i mean it, it was closer than you know what it sounds like you know the first uh first and uh we won the third set first set first set in the last set you know it could have been anybody's set so i mean mm-hmm. it's not like we were just you know getting blown out of the water they were fighting um i mean it's not the end of the world we're you know we're just 500 in conference play so you know we have we have games and time to uh make that back up but i mean i feel like texas state just needs to find like you know competitive edge you know to uh, come out on top against these you know really good teams like james madison like you said um james madison has wins like uh, against ranked teams like western kentucky which is ranked uh 22nd and who they won against so um it's it's just something that um tech state is going to have to rebuild refocus and then just get ready for the next conference game yeah, that's right. I do want to shout out some highlight players here. I have Alyssa Ortega for beating her previous career high in kills. She set up the Bobcats for getting 24 digs to set her new career high. So huge congratulations to that girl. And not even to mention, like I said earlier, when are we not mentioning Samantha Wunsch? This girl has also set her career high last Friday night for 22 digs. I mean, despite the loss, these ladies are doing great, and I can't wait to see them this weekend. I mean, if like in basketball, you know, like, you know, diving for loose balls, you know, boxing out getting rebounds those are called hustle plays and I mean these girls are making hustle plays I mean like you said um 24 digs 22 kit uh, 22 digs I mean these girls are you know they're getting on the floor you know they're uh trying to make all opportunities count but you know they just gotta um you know when them opportunities come you know you gotta be um efficient with it and you know make them count you know yeah, absolutely Tyson and then you know like we've been saying against Louisiana this weekend 
They're eleven and seven, but they're also don't let the eleven and seven fool you. They're two and two in Sun Belt Conference play, and that's one of the main things. Like across the board, your conference record is almost what matters the most because mm-hmm. when it comes to tourney time, that's what matters the right. most. Exactly. So Grace, being one of the collegiate athletes in the room and everything, I have to ask. <laughs> What really, for these girls and everything, coming off the loss, like we said, against a very good team, mm-hmm. what are you kind of doing to reset and be ready just going into the game with a clear head? Definitely, I feel like, I know I keep on saying this, but just regrouping and then just going over, like, going over your goals, make sure that the set goal for the team is the same. And then just refocusing, make sure that everybody is in the right space. So you come back together and then you just continue to work hard and work towards that goal that you have set as a team. And then just overall, just putting everything you have out there. Because like you said, like, this is when it matters. Conference is when you just put it all out there because you are working towards that conference tournament and that conference championship. So this is really where you just leave it all out there. Absolutely, Grace. And then one team also that we normally cover, San Marcos High School Football, they were on a bye week last week, so we don't have any content necessarily to produce for them. However, they will be taking on Clemens at 7.30 this Friday. I'm sure that the shows during the week on Wednesday and Friday, they'll give you more information as that comes along. But we're actually going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. Welcome back to Bobcat Radio. Once again, I'm Thomas Terry alongside my producer, Tyson Taylor, and my co-hosts, Grace Reddick and Audrey Pasillas. We're going to go ahead and hop into some Texas State football, guys. I know that was a nerve, <laughs> nerve-wracking Man. game oh, yeah. this past Saturday. Texas State football defeated defeated Southern Miss 50-36 to in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Now, get this, guys. It was 28-3 to after the first quarter. You know, everything's going great. About as perfect as a start as you mm-hmm. could ask for. 42-10 mm-hmm. to 10 at the half. I mean, it, it really doesn't get any better than that. At that point, the game is practically over. Mm-hmm. But, the, wait, wait, stop. <laughs> but. But, you know, put that in there. 26 unanswered points in the second half before Malik Hornsby ultimately sealed the game with his rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's almost like a, a opposite effect of what happened last week. Mm-hmm. You remember, Texas oh, State yeah, struggled in the first half, and they ended up having to come back. And now they end up almost blowing the lead and almost blowing the game. So, But ultimately, we did come up with the win, I will have to admit. It was... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cats almost got to 90, you know, <laughs> almost had half a hundred on them. So, you know, I love it. Um, definitely was an impressive offensive showdown. But, you know, that is something we are going to have to work on. Um, the defense of Texas State is going to have to work on, especially when we start getting deeper into conference against those better conference teams. So, yeah, yes. definitely. Um before I start, uh, I just want to say um, this is the best start to a Texas State football season since 2005. So, I mean, we haven't been playing this good in almost 20 years. So uh, it's a sight to see. And we maxed our win total from last season. So only direction from here is up. But to begin, I mean, I mean, you couldn't start the game any better. I mean, we started it off with a 100-yard kick return for a touchdown, followed by an interception from Brian Holloway. And then we turned around and capitalized off that with a touchdown. But I mean, so at the halftime, it was 42 to 10. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we got comfortable. You know, we felt like the game was, um, or the Bobcats felt comfortable. The game was already out of reach. And, you know, you know, substitute players started coming in. You know, they started playing a little bit more relaxed, you know, just, you know, trying to get through the rest of the game. But, I mean, I feel like, you know, if you can score 70 on 
any team or if you have the opportunity to score 70 then do it you know you don't have to take your foot off the gas um because you know you see what happens you know teams can almost come back but yeah i mean if we can just play through all four quarters i mean i don't see anybody who's beating us uh, in the foreseeable future clip that Get it ready for this weekend <laughs> when we play. Who are we playing this weekend, Thomas? You allowed? Louisiana. Louisiana. Mm. In Lafayette. So. Mm. Mm-hmm. I do know that whatever Coach Kenny is doing, whatever he has going on during practices, during the games, I feel like it is working. So mm-hmm. shout out to the Bobcats. Just uh, hopefully they can t- continue to keep on doing that as they keep on getting deeper into conference. Also, I know I keep coming out with the shout outs, but I do want to mention <laughs> Madi. He is the first Bobcat to do the 100-yard um, returning the opening kick since 1959, wow. done by Willard Deering. Let's Ooh, wow, 19, that, that's 1959. That's I don't know, Matt. How long ago? That's was that? a long like time. Six years ago, probably. This, this is a long Let's time. Let's round it up. Yeah, <laughs> but he also came out with 316 all-purpose yards for four touchdowns. Like this guy's having such a season for him. I'm so proud. I went to his press conference last game, and he he's phenomenal. This guy's on fire. I don't know how they're gonna. Keep this going throughout the season, but I have high hopes for them. Yeah, and these. Oh no, no! Please go ahead, <laughs> please. <laughs> <laughs> these are the type of games that ultimately put you on the NFL radar. Oh, these yeah. games exactly. that he's playing. I mean, we saw in the game prior to this one where he scored against Nevada. He had, I believe, two hundred and eighteen rushing yards. Led mm-hmm. college football at the D one level. Like, that's a Whoa. crazy, yeah. No way. Yeah. That lets you know. So if you're doing that, you're returning kicks. That lets scouts know that you're basically playable. A Swiss Army knife. Oh, Swiss yeah. Army knife. You could be anywhere on the field and still contribute and everything. So the type of things that Ishmael Mahdi is doing, really, Phenomenal. that's going to earn him a spot in the NFL, perhaps. I will have to also add, you know, we've always um, talked about TJ Finley, but he also had a phenomenal game as well with... Um, 338 yards and two touchdowns. So that's just awesome as well. I feel like he's also putting Texas State on the map and like, hey, like, this is what we're doing. And he's contributing to this team. And I'm just super excited to see what the Bobcats are going to do. I mean, if you you look at his numbers over the season, I mean, he's over, I think, 1,300 passing yards already. That's insane. 10 touchdowns to one interception. I mean, his QBR rating is through the roof. And I mean, when you have a leader like this, you know, controlling the uh, the offense, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to stop. And at his six seven frame, I mean, I don't think anybody on the defense is even that big. But I mean, yeah, if if um, T J Finley can you know con- continue to be productive and efficient on the offensive ball, and find ways to give Ishmael Amadi the ball, you know, whether it's passing, rushing, you know, kick returns, I mean, our offense is set. But defense has to play through fourth quarters, and exactly. we will be unstoppable, I, I believe. Also, just two more games to qualify for a bowl game. Wow, that's crazy. Bobcats are almost there. That's I'm excited baby. to see. Man, there's nothing stopping, stopping them now. Nothing. <laughs> what a time to be alive in San Marcos, Texas. Literally. I mean, and then going back to your point, Tyson, about that 6-7 frame, it makes you, it makes you think about other quarterbacks with that big of a frame, the only one I can really think about is Cam Newton. I believe he stands at 6'6", current NFL free agent, but superstar for the Panthers and Auburn, too. We remember all the things that he did at Auburn. And it makes you happy, too, about T.J. Finley because we know how he bounced around a little bit coming from LSU. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also went to Auburn for a little while, and now here he's found a home here at Texas State. But another guy who's been producing as well, the guy that I um, actually stated at the beginning of talking about Texas State football, Malik Hornsby. Although he's a quarterback, 
he's been running rabbit like a running back. <laughs> Being able to pound the ball into the end zone, using your strong muscle frame to get inside the end zone and score when needed, that has been huge for Coach Kenny in this dynamic offense. So sure. that has been absolutely amazing for them so far. And it actually has get, given them the right to be on national television this weekend against Louisiana. Uh, yes. Here we go. On ESPNU at 2.30 p.m. It was on ESPN2, but after some games got flexed around, they got moved to ESPNU, which is still national television. So can you guys kind of talk about what that means for them to be on that stage, what that actually means for them? I mean, you're bringing a lot of, um, you know, spotlight and eyes to the university. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, if people are just clicking through the channels and they happen to click on this game, I mean, they're going to find out a lot about Texas State. They're going to find out, you know, we have a scary offense. I mean, we lead the Sun Belt in scoring probably uh, offensive yards per game. So, I mean, teams might, uh, you know, fans, you know, coaches, his players, you know, they're going to um, be aware of, you know, what this Texas State football team has to offer. Um, and I mean, you know, if any if this week is anything like last week, you know, where we're starting to half off 42 to 10. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're going to have some eyes, you oh, yeah. know, looking at us. And speaking of eyes, this is the time, especially for those seniors getting ready for the draft. You know, thinking Definitely. about the bigger picture, the guys that want to go to the draft. This is the time that you want to just show out. And then, uh, especially this opportunity this weekend for that national um, televised game, this is when you just really leave it out there. You are looking to impress anybody that just happens to uh, stumble upon this Texas State game. So looking forward to seeing what these Bobcats can do. Yeah, really, that's the main thing. Like you said, Grace, being able to produce on the national stage and show Mm -hmm. everybody what you can really do. Like we said, they'll be facing Louisiana in Lafayette, Louisiana, this Saturday at 2.30. Louisiana is 3-2 and two and coming off of a 35-24 road loss against Big Ten, Big Ten West member Minnesota. Now, Minnesota, being in the Big Ten, everybody knows Ohio State and Michigan. They're in the Big Ten East. Yes. But don't let the West fool you. There's, mm-hmm. They're still a powerhouse team, and sure. Louisiana was being sharpened in that game, although they lost. So Texas State needs to really make sure that they're on their A game this weekend. For sure. But let's go ahead and zoom out of San Marcos for a second, and let's kind of talk about the national scope of things. We know yesterday, Sunday, was a huge day around the mm-hmm. NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, you had the Bills defeat the Dolphins with a final score of 48 to 20. The Broncos came back and defeated Broncos the Bears 31 to 28. Like Tyson, they were down 28 to 7 in the third. How does that how does that even happen? I mean, I I don't know. I think Russell Wilson, I mean, when I was watching that game, I was like, Jesus, when are when is this guy going to uh, be shipped out of Denver? But I mean, I mean the the uh, you know, the adversity that they battled, you know. I mean, the Bears are not the greatest team by any means. I mean, Justin Fields obviously couldn't get anything going in the second half, but I mean, the Broncos after Suffering that heartbreaking and embarrassing loss last week to the uh, Dolphins, you know, you, you got to shake back. You got to make a statement game. And they did that against the Bears. So, I mean, you know, there might be some upside. You know, uh, Russell Wilson is definitely on the hot seat. But, I mean, you know, this was definitely a step in the right direction for them. Yeah, honestly, you are correct. I'm glad you said that about the hot seat. And not only him, but we have to remember, too, in the offseason, the Broncos traded I think maybe two first round picks. I don't know if it was one or two first round picks for a coach, which we don't often see in Mm -mm. the NFL. And for them to have started out the season 0-3, and and if they would have lost yesterday, would have been dropping to 0-4. 
that would have definitely raised some eyebrows and people would have had questions about Sean Payton, the Hall of Fame coach, mm-hmm. and yes. Russell Wilson, the Hall of Fame quarterback, about what exactly is going on in Denver. But Justin Fields, although he lost, he had a spectacular game yesterday. I mean, over 300 yards passing. I think he had he accounted for all four touchdowns, three yes. passing. And rushing. Yeah, one on the ground as well. So the type of throws that he was making and everything, he looked spectacular out there. So I want to definitely shout him out, especially after all the criticism that he's been facing and everything. It was definitely good to see him making some good reads, some good pro- uh, progressions. Because, I mean, those first three games, I mean, it was, it was looking kind of rough for Justin Fields. Um, you know, not getting, you know, open guys the ball. But yesterday he showed that he has the capability, you know, to, you know, make big time plays. And so I'm happy for him. And, you know, speaking of quarterbacks, <laughs> Don't say it. speaking of know. quarterbacks, my 49ers, Mr. <laughs> Brock Purdy, with a 95 completion, which is the fourth best in NFL history, just to let y'all know. But y'all knew that. Brock Purdy, the legend, Noted. the man, everything. But also, Christian McCaffrey. Four oh, touchdowns. Y'all can't even lie. Come on. Give it, oh, come he's on, my favorite come on. player. Come on. Okay, good. He's I was about to say, y'all can't even kid. deny. He carries my deny. fantasy team. Like, <laughs> Actually carries like, Okay, good. Okay, good. I, I'm glad we're on the same page. But uh, 49ers are the one of the only teams now in the NFL who are unbeaten. So, you know, shout out to my guys. You know, I'm a happy person. Like, I Mondays just make me, yeah, She's like, it just makes me good, you know, because we're undefeated. Everybody, okay, actually, I don't want to say that. That might be karma, but I'm not going to say that. But, <laughs> yeah, a great. And then even, I pass it off to Audrey, my second favorite team, the Cowboys. Absolutely. <laughs> um, well, if you're Aaron, I would suggest you step away really quick. You don't want to be listening <laughs> to this, but I'm just going to say, we didn't boys, we back, baby. Minor setbacks come for better it's completions. Okay. It's our year every year. <laughs> Okay. Let me just start off by saying Zeke. <laughs> this is Zeke's first game back at AT&T Stadium, but this time he's a Patriot. They did a whole video uh, mm, tribute for him. Exactly. He was a six year. He spent six years of his NFL career with the Cowboys. He did a feed, uh, feed Zeke thing. It was phenomenal. It was great, but that didn't do him that good because he only had six carries and 16 yards, which is not a surprise. Let's be real. <laughs> but I just do want to highlight my favorite player as well. How very, Grace brings up Brock. I will bring up CD, my boy CD. Oh, I love CD, yes. Oh, my God. This man Always. had a great game yesterday. He had a 20-yard 20 uh, pass from Dak. Oh, my God. The defense was electric in the first half. We had a strip sack. Van Der Esch came for a fundable return, leading to a fake extra point for a two-point conversion. Man. I was in absolute awe because the last time the Cowboys pulled off in a fake extra point was when Brett Maher was with us, like, three years ago. So that was phenomenal and amazing. And the best stat that I have is built. This is Bill Belichick's worst loss as a head coach. <laughs> he, yeah, uh, leading at the half, what— that was insane. I mean, yeah. we're still having trouble in the red zone, but a win is a win. I'm going to take what we got. Like you said, we them boys, we back. We them boys, we back. We back. It's our year. Hold on, hold on. I have to ask. I have to ask. Um, I don't want to stop stir any beef <laughs> what? or anything. Okay. What? 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 This week, <laughs> y'all's two favorite teams will face off the Cowboys and the 49ers. What do y'all, what do y'all see the outcomes of that game looking like? Go. I mean, talk to me. It's okay, Grace. Go ahead. I mean... We already know, like everybody knows, right? We know, y'all know, right? Like, we talk to us. Y'all gonna give us the. I mean, like, come on now, like, we're we're gonna win. Like the 49ers are gonna win. Like, like I said, like the Cowboys are my like that's my second team or whatever. But I mean, look at our stats again. Like I just said, Brock Purdy, the legend, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. Like we're stacked, and of course, my second team is stacked as well. 
However, when it comes down to it, it's the 49ers game okay. all day. RJ, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> um, be real, Audrey. Come on. Come okay, on, so real. last time the Cowboys and the 49ers met, it was the it was the playoffs. Was it the conference? <laughs> I don't even want to bring it up, but it was the playoffs. We won. Uh, we we won. <laughs> Just kidding. You wish. <laughs> I did. I did wish. In my mind, we did win, but we did lose. So coming back from that, I. I'm so nervous for my boys. I'm not even going to lie. The 49ers <laughs> is the only team I'm really nervous for. Everyone else is like, yeah. The Eagles? The Eagles? Oh, yeah, you might. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of nervous about oh, that. Who are you talking about? You want to talk about the Eagles? The we can hand it off to the, the NFC. I don't know. My commanders almost beat them yesterday. We just got <laughs> steamrolled by the Bills last week. Came back. Sam Howe is looking like a new man. I mean, I don't know. It's No, I will admit, when my 49ers do play the Eagles, that's going to be a nerve-wracking game. So, yeah, the Eagles are definitely somebody to keep an eye out for. So, yeah. I, I will admit. I mean, there's there's really a reason I didn't necessarily put the Cowboys on the script. So Or the 49ers. I mm. is the 49ers on the script. But it's kind of disrespectful. He's a hardcore Panthers fan, ladies and gentlemen. That's why he did not bring this into the script. But Would you like to talk about your You want to talk about your game? Panthers, please? I didn't put that on the script either. <laughs> but since y'all, since y'all throwing me on the spot and everything. Bryce Young coming back from injury. Um... He almost had the game. You know, he still searches for his first NFL victory against the Minnesota Vikings yesterday. That team is absolutely loaded. How they are 1-4, and four, I don't know. <laughs> don't ask me. But Justin Jefferson is the best wide receiver, maybe best player in, an, in, a, in the NFL. Kirk Cousins is a more than serviceable quarterback. I mean, K.J. Osborne, Jordan Addison. Then you got Harrison Smith on the defense, Daniil Hunter. You see all the names I'm naming here. That was mm-hmm. just a lot for the Panthers to handle. <laughs> and then... We're not necessarily supposed to be good this year. You know, we're still trying to get better and everything. The office of lying that God have mercy on them. <laughs> they have been getting absolutely embarrassed on Sundays. Ooh, embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassed. They've been truly getting embarrassed and everything. But, you know, Bryce, it's it's coming. You know, keep your head up, brother. It's coming. You're going to get that first win. Your counterpart, your second pick that was selected, C.J. Stroud, he, um, he's he been doing absolutely phenomenal. I have to shout him out. The Houston Texans defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 30-6. to six. I know there's, there's somebody or a couple of Steelers fans <laughs> on staff. Perhaps there's one that's looking over, can't even bear to look. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Kobe Jackson. Yeah, you know. But really, I don't want to harp too much about the Steelers' failures. I mainly want to highlight the success of C.J. Stroud and everything. He mm-hmm. was talked about during the offseason about his um, IQ. Yeah, IQ test and everything. And I'm so happy that he shut all of that down and just really blocked out the noise and For sure. playing football and proving the doubters wrong. I mean, he's breaking all sorts of records right now. I believe he just broke Andrew Luck's record for most yards through Four or four, four or five games. Five games. Yeah, no five way. games through the season. Wow. Sitting at, I believe, 1,246 yards so far. Does he have an interception? I No, he doesn't. Ooh, that's crazy. That is actually crazy. He does not. I feel like a big part of the NFL is definitely the mental aspect of it. And um, CJ has definitely gone through some ups and some highs and lows. And just to see him, like you said, shutting out that noise and just playing football is definitely a phenomenal thing to watch. So shout out to him. I have one more thing to add. I mean... I don't know. He was on my fantasy team yesterday. Um, absolutely. I don't know. He kind of ruined it for me. Joe Burrow. 
Joe Burrow, Joe I mean, once a Super Bowl caliber Shiesty. quarterback, Shiesty. I mean, they just lost to the Titans 27 to 3. I mean, Oof. I think he had three points total on, you know, fantasy scoreboard. So, Yikes. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's going on with Joe Burrow? You know, it's almost the same troubles that my Carolina Panthers are having right now. Offensive line. That has long been a position of need for them. Definitely. Ever since Joe Burrow has been drafted by them. Mm -hmm. We know what happened his first first year with his um, torn ACL, MCL. Mm -hmm. He basically blew up his knee. And now this season, he's dealing with a calf injury that has been kind of handicapping him and everything. But at some point, you know, you have to... You have to really just step up, and there can't be any excuses time. coming from the Super Bowl. He, he, he got time. He gets to turn it around, so I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe in him. Yeah, I hope so. I like Joe Burrow. Yeah, and, me too. And, Chase and everything. Joe Shasty. <laughs> yeah, Joe Shasty. <laughs> Mr. Taylor, why don't you go ahead and give us a weather update? All right. Um, first thing I want to say is have no fear. October and fall is here. <laughs> the high today will be 92 degrees. Um, that will hit around 3 to 5 p.m. later in today. Um, right now it's currently 85, partly cloudy, feels great outside. Mm-hmm. But guys, this weekend, starting Saturday, we have a cold front coming in. The high will be Bless. 72 degrees. Whoa. Whoa. So throw those Whoa. t-shirts, oh, throw yeah. those shorts away, uh-huh. start making coat. some fits. My puffer. Burr. <laughs> uh, yeah, winter is coming. Um, spooky season is here. Yes, so sir. we love to see it. Perfect. Love Absolutely. To see it. Tyson, you said 70s? The low will be 58. Ooh. The high will be 72 on Saturday. Yes, sir. Sunday will be, the high will be 69. So I'm loving it. I don't know about This is what I live for. That is music. We made it, y'all. We made it. I'm defrosting right now. <laughs> like fall me is like, mm. <laughs> yeah, we're ready. We're ready. But we, I really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today. But unfortunately, that is all the time we have. Make sure you follow us on all of our platforms at KTSW Sports on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple, all of that. Really, our Everything. social media manager here. She could correct me if Shouties. I'm wrong. Don't forget X, Twitter. Yes, Twitter. You know, whatever you, y'all want to call it nowadays. Thank you. Thank you. Make sure to follow Texas State Athletics, the football team, the soccer team, the volleyball team. Everything. Everything, all you know, in their respective matchups coming up. But <laughs> this has been a great show coming from Thomas Terry, Tyson Taylor, Grace Reddick, and Audrey Pasillas. Let's get you back to the other side of radio.